Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, True Beauty Broken Podcast listeners. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Learn more by visiting choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Hey, guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alec. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to the show, Elizabeth and I are estheticians in Brooklyn, New York, and we get to see you all here every Friday to teach you everything we know about beauty and skincare while learning a thing or two from some guest experts that come to hang. Today, we have Vanessa Bartlett on the show. She is a practicing psychic and tarot card reader and founder of The Aquarian, and she's located here in New York. So um, we have Vanessa on a couple times a year because she's a dear friend of ours. And this is like a turn from our regular format in that, you know, we're in the middle of our summer skin series. And we kind of thought, like, what's summer without just taking a break, period? So we thought we'd take a break from our regular our regular scheduled format and kind of just hang with our friend and just talk about intuition and talk about just life. And kind of like dig into who we are as people, who we are as women. Yeah, it was fun. It was a cool conversation. Yeah, I learned a lot about intuition. It's so much deeper than what I've always taken it as, mm-hmm. which is cool. And I, I honestly just love hearing Vanessa's perspective on anything. Yes. I think she is crazy smart mm-hmm. and very good at what she does. Her psychic abilities are fantastic and is just a very experienced tarot card reader. So yeah, I just love listening to her talk. Yeah, she has really great, um, I think, insight and perspective on life and and like the human experience and how we, you know, process and move through things and experience things. And so it's just always, yeah, it's always really fun to just like sit and talk with her and have some really introspective, existential (laughs) conversation with her. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of all that we can really say. We may as well just jump into our conversation with Vanessa, right? Yeah. Enjoy our chat with Vanessa Bartlett, the Aquarian. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. 
everybody. I'm Vanessa. I am a psychic and a medium, and I use all sorts of modalities to glean answers in all sorts of ways, depending on whoever, you know, whatever you need from me, uh, if I'm capable of it. And um, I've been doing this, I guess, professionally for almost 10 years. And I experienced it when I was younger, there was a long lull in my life. Uh, and then it, you know, really reared back up. Um, and so I was able to work with it probably a lot more than I think, of, you know, some psychics like to confess mm-hmm. <laughs> how long it takes them to really get in touch with that side of themselves or to really feel comfortable with that side of themselves. And, and then, yeah, it just turned into a profession because I think it's always been something that I've, I've loved to do that I can kind of remove myself from and have that kind of perfectionist quality that you sort of need for a career. You need for something that you're like going for outside of yourself. So that's where I am now is that I'm still uh, in the development process. And I love these podcasts that we do because it makes me think about a lot of the things that I do, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I actually go and like look for other people's, you know, ideas about it. Cause everybody thinks about it differently. And I think, you know, um, psychic ability or intuition, that's what we're going to talk about is like, you know, I think it's something that we think we understand or, uh, we, you know, have some kind of idea around. And, uh, so I, I just went digging for a lot of other people's <laughs> experiences and I, I, you know, obviously went to my own and that's where we are. This is what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And you're a third time podcast guest. I think that you've been on our show more than anybody. That's awesome. I feel so privileged to be like to be here this many times. And three is a very sacred number. So it is. And Mm -hmm. you're you're definitely a fan favorite, I would say. Oh, that's oh, that's yeah. so nice to hear. Yeah, the listeners Hopefully love when you I keep come that on. going <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. Let's not say anything bad today. <laughs> Don't tell us any bad news today, Vanessa. So you keep coming back. I know, right? Knock on wood. The last time you were on was crazy. Oh, I know. No, there's not gonna be any of that this time. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll find out. That's the good stuff. That was oh, that was so fun. My scream. I know. I didn't even hear the scream. Mine didn't it cut off and then you yeah, screamed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> it was a very like ah! visceral. It was very thick feeling through the air. We were scared. We were scared. Yes. Yeah, so last time, um, last time we talked about what did we talk about? Venus in retrograde. Yes. Yeah, we talked about Venus in retrograde. We talked about love. We talked about, um, you know, the different ways of experiencing love, how we limit the our experience of love and how we can like expand that so we can oh, yeah. feel love. Yeah, in a more um, holistic or a more uh, permanent way rather mm-hmm. than, you know, all the temporary ways that come and go. Um, yeah, that's what we're talking Yeah, just about, you know, how you can expand love. Okay, I need to listen to our last episode because the, honestly, the only thing that my stoner ass remembers is... <laughs> is the screaming at the end? <laughs> no, it's not the screaming at the end. It's that you you pulled it, you uh, oh, yeah. did our cards. And one of the things that you said was that in... I think that you honestly said, like, in March, you were like, I don't know, something's going to happen in your life and you're going to have all of the all of the women in your life yeah, are going to come. Yeah, yeah, are going to come to support you. And that's when I ended up leaving my partner and all of the women in my life came together to, like, help me just help me through that time. Chills. Yeah. And Chills. it was so wild because I had Crazy. I mean, Vanessa, like you've predi- like not predicted. You've helped me see a lot of things and nothing that you've said hasn't happened so far honestly which is like wild but I just remember like thinking I was just like what the fuck does that mean like what does that mean and it was only like as I was going through that transition that I was like 
this bitch Vanessa. <laughs> I was like and laying on my it? homegirl's floor mm-hmm. with all of like my shit and uh, fresh direct bags around me. And I was like, this is what this bitch was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it funny that it didn't bring up your breakup? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when we we had a, a reading sometime after that. And one thing that you said about your breakup was like, I'm done with them. Yeah. Like it was a super quick transition. Like you let it go pretty quickly. So the card that came up was that you were going to have friends surround you. Yeah. And support you. Totally. The the big thing, I didn't see death. I didn't see, you know, the tower. I didn't see something that was like, oh my God, I didn't realize this was going to happen or I didn't know this was going to happen. It was more so that spirits saw that a lot of your friends were going to be there. Totally. Isn't that interesting? Like the more important part. Yes. Or the part that you are are, uh, immediately experiencing the most you know and it's like also reminding you like what we were talking about that love is in so many forms you know it's not you know i think we're what we're going to talk about with intuition a lot of people uh i'm going to ask you guys some questions because i'm curious how you all experience intuition what you think but um a lot of people come to me with uh romantic questions about it and wanting to know their intuition Mm -hmm. around it you know and um I think that that's what's so cool about tarot is that it, it really it brings out like what's really happening in front of your face more so than what you expect to be happening. And what happens for you is that your friends gathered around and you got to experience love on a more um, not necessarily permanent because friends come and go, but at least a, a more long lasting uh, sometimes than romantic, because those are people that travel through all of the ups and downs of your life. And they aren't so contingent upon the betrayals and things like that. It's not, it's not as uh, in your face a lot of times with friendships or hopefully, you know, a lot of people have to learn how to accept people in their lives that are, you know, not so ups and downs or whatever it is that they need. But that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That that you went like in our reading, you're like, I'm done. (laughs) We'll talk about something else. And I was like, that's interesting. That's it in a nutshell. What, what, yeah. What questions do most people ask you? Is it usually about romance? Um, no, it can be about, I mean, romance is a thing, but it can be a lot about career direction. It can be about, um, being stuck, um, you know, being in a place in their life where they just can't make things happen. Uh, they want to manifest, they just don't know which way to go. Mm. Suspended experiences, right? Like that's a lot of times when people call is like, this has been something that's been going on for a while, or I'm in like a space of, of mystery that I don't really know if I'm listening to my intuition or if I'm listening to my fear or if I'm listening to, you know, what I'm listening to. Um, and I just want outside perspective. I just want to hear, you know, um, just whatever spirit or whatever you want to call it has to say so that I can maybe gather my thoughts better. I can have a better understanding of what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's really cool when people call me about spiritual questions. It always like kind of catches me off guard because I'm, I'm like, I'm usually, you know, expecting a material question or expecting like, you know, romance or something like that. And then people are like, I, you know, I've been trying to get in touch with my guides and I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> like, well, like, we can cool. go there. Yeah. That's great. I mean like, you know, cause, well, cause I feel like yeah. you're, you're almost kind of a, a therapist sometimes yeah. because people are coming to you looking for similar guidance. It seems sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't, I, I wouldn't, I appreciate you calling me a therapist. I wouldn't ever put myself on that level. Totally. That's such a, that's such a rigorous training and empirical, you know, totally. observations. And a lot of times medicine goes involved with that, you know, so you're, you're right in the sense that sometimes people, honestly, sometimes people need to talk to somebody that's a one-off. Mm. If yeah. you're, yeah, if you're talking to somebody for six months at a time, it could take you six months to get to that place because it's really scary to talk about certain things that you're really scared to hear an answer to, you know, whether it's good or bad or, or null, 
you know? And so when they talk to me, it's like, okay, this is the only time either I'm going to talk to her or, you know, I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. And hopefully then they do go talk to their therapist about it, or they talk to somebody that they've built a relationship with, um, that, that they can, you know, work through all of the nuances with it. But the answers that I, I offer are not, are not necessarily, um, sometimes concrete answers, not because, you know, I, I can't predict, but it's more so a lot of your life is your decisions. You know, the only thing that's really concrete is the past because it happened. Mm. Mm. Um, but the future, a lot of times is, is up to you. And sometimes it's not, sometimes it's fate, like the weather, you know, like sometimes things come through that you can't get over or that, or, or luck comes through or grace comes through or, uh, something falls apart. You know, there's a lot of things about life that you, you have no control over. So, it's kind of bridging that, especially bridging the fear between reality and what you want, mm. right? Yeah. And that's, you know, never a an easy, like, meeting point because sometimes, you know, it's, it's more complicated than just an answer because <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> you're more right. complicated than just an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's some, some things that you don't even know you're digging for in yourself uh, that you're attributing to the outside of you. And a lot of times there are people who just, I mean, especially if, if you have a Neptune transit, that's an, a harsh transit or a hard transit, like a square or an opposition or a conjunction, you, you, you're really in a suspended place in time. So there's nothing that I can tell you that's going to really ease anything because it's just going to take a little while for life to sort of shift because maybe there's perspectives that you need to see that you'd never get unless you were suspended. Hmm. Right. So th- those are things that you, that's just, you know, walking through life and learning, um, life is the greatest teacher. I don't know if I've said that before that, but I always say that if I can, or if it comes up, life is the greatest teacher. I don't, I don't care who your guru is, who your mentor is, who your parents are or not, who they aren't, you know, like life is the number one, um, experience because you're walking through it yourself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you're the one who gets all, you, you're the one who gets hit or you're the one who gets held or you're the one who gets, um, you know, moved or you're the one who gets, uh, you know, stuck. And you have to experience that yourself, grief, um, prosperity, all those things, you know, some things are again up to you, but some things are just life. So I have a question for both of you actually to get into intuition. Mm -hmm. So I did a deep, not a deep dive. I get like, I guess like a skim dive, (laughs) but I was just curious. Like I went around on on YouTube and I was looking up like old books that I read and I was like, what is, you know, what do all these psychics think about intuition? But I was like, what do you both think? about intuition or do you feel that you felt it or do you feel that you've had those moments where you're like I just knew that or do you feel like you don't feel it at all I like to think that I'm very in tune with my intuition but I'm also just a very I'm very thoughtful do you know and I'm very like there's there's a lot that goes into that I think because one is I truly believe like that epigenetics comes into play here. I truly believe that, like, because I'm a descendant of slaves, there's Mm. a lot, like, my anxiety alone, do you know what I mean? Just, like, being such an anxious person, I know that that came from, like, centuries, backlogs of different types of trauma, do you know? But I also know that those are the things that I think have propelled, like, me to get to this point because, like, the average lifespan of a slave was 30. So for me to 200 years now be here, do you know, that's a lot of lineage that had to survive in America so that I can be here a woman with a business, with a podcast, with all of these things. And so I guess also because I'm like agnostic, open to the idea Mm. of a a God or whatever, but I don't subscribe to any one like religion. I've found like spirituality in maybe like my intuition, but I also feel like that's like ancestral. But I think that that's intuition for me anyway. 
Oh, that's Does that beautiful. make sense? Yeah. yeah. So you find that your intuition is linked to the fact that there's been recurring trauma or there's been a recurring heritage or there's a... Yeah, I think recurring heritage and like sometimes... Okay, so for a perfect example is like my most recent transition from like leaving my partner to where I am right now. Like I can't explain how everything just fell in line except for the fact that I had an angel helping me. The things oh, yeah. that grace, happened, sure. Grace, like the things that happened that like, I can't like, you know, I can't even explain it because it's, <laughs> it's things that are like very personal. But the things that happened after my aunt passed that just told me like, yo, Monica has been here guiding you, pushing you. OK, here's one example. Yeah. So the apartment that I'm in right now, you know, I was just thinking that yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. Right. So the apartment that I'm in right now, right now, it's crazy. As we all know, real estate in New York City, people yeah. are offering over the asking yeah, price. Bidding. Like they're yeah. bidding fucking for rent. rent. It's, rent. Yeah, it's insane. Yes. And it's like crazy. you have to be like, I have no idea how single people can get an apartment in New York City because like they want you to have like have $300,000 in income for like, like I'm being facetious but like it's just crazy it's they crazy right to, to donate your blood or your firstborn oh my god half the time for like a shit dump apartment honestly yeah, it's, it's insane right so they're like we re- raised all the rent crazy. and we want to make sure that you can pay for it which you most likely can yes exactly <laughs> so then you just can't live here <laughs> exactly so I the apartment that I'm in now was the second place that I looked at it's like on the it's deep in Brooklyn, but it's like a thousand square feet. It's beautiful. And beautiful. here's the craziest thing, dude, is I'm like five blocks away from where my aunt first lived in Brooklyn. Like when my cousin was moving me in here, she's like, Beth, I grew up five blocks away from this apartment mm-hmm. and I'm living in a neighborhood I never fucking even heard of, girl. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, the fact that like I also had like a windfall of just like a financial windfall at the same time, I happened to get like a lot of money to, the, I, you know what I mean? Like all of these things just happened yeah. that I was just like, yo, Monica is here helping my ass out. I'm getting emotional just saying it because so it's you like feel ancestors in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And so like in yep. that sense, like, but then also and also even well, leaving my partner, she dude, passed away like right before. She passed. Yeah. This. She passed away like two weeks before wow. all of this. And something Can was we talk about that note. Sorry. Like, that <laughs> fucking note. And Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alex so, is like my hype man. I love this. Sorry, sorry. I'm but done. no, but the other other thing is like at the time, like when I left my relationship, like I didn't I was like, I don't know why. I'm go- like something's just telling me that I have to go yeah, and that this see? is just like the right thing go. to do. And I can't mm-hmm. explain it, but I just have to That's fucking intuition. go. That's intuition. Do you know what I mean? And so from yeah. that moment to like hear where we are today. Girl, I have no idea how all this shit happened. Yeah. Like now I'm looking up and I'm like, bitch, how the fuck do you end up in this beautiful home with all this shit? Yeah. Do you know? And it's just, Absolutely. that's the only way and that I can explain it. it? That every other time that you were probably ready to go, you didn't go. Exactly. Because your intuition right. was saying, you can't go right now. Exactly. Maybe this isn't the right time. And is it betraying you? Or is it, you know, triggers? Or is it, what is it? And then the moment that you, that you say, or not, that you feel that it's time to go and you actually follow that, you were following your intuition and it was saying it's time to go. You know, I think that's super interesting. It was so yeah. easy. It was such an easy transition yeah. that that's how it was just like, yo, somebody is carrying me through this. This is wild. And yeah. that's, I'm trying, I've been trying to think like, did this ever happen before? Because I'm sure that it has, but this was the first time that I was aware, that I was very right. aware of 
of it. And it's increased your gratitude, probably. A hundred percent, dude. I wake up every day and I'm just like, bitch, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, look at your life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you followed your intuition because you maybe, especially because of where you are now being such a close vicinity to where your aunt was, it's almost like it became even more divine. Totally. You know, and, and obviously like the, the assistance from out of nowhere, which is grace. It's going, okay, we know this is difficult. We're going to give a little bit of help. We're going <laughs> to make sure this is a smooth travel yeah. over, over the totally. train. And but you were the one who was utilizing all of it in the physical world. You were the one who said, I'm going to put this towards a new apartment. You were the one that said, I'm ready to go. You were the one who made the decision to walk in that direction. And you obviously things helped you, but it wasn't that these things just lifted you up and put you in this place. Right. Like you took the steps. Right. And that's also using that that heritage that you're talking about of strength. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying that, that my my people have gotten through way worse than this. Totally. And I'll be damned if I don't, you know, see myself through this. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, And that's intuition as well is, is hearing yourself and hearing those echoes of mm-hmm. yourself that maybe not, they not feel as aligned to reality as you think it should be. Right. Because a lot of people make very practical decisions of like, well, I don't have the money right now and I don't have this and I don't have that. So I can't do X, Y, Z. It doesn't mean that that windfall wouldn't have happened. It just means that windfall might have been used to other things. And maybe mm-hmm. that was the moment that you could have used it towards your own freedom. And that's that's what I'm talking about with decisions. Everybody has, you, you have your own choices, right? You can make whatever choice you want. Um, but this was a choice that you made through your intuition. So I'm sure that there's been plenty of times that you've wanted to walk away from this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys were together for over She's a like, decade. oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, well, I say yes so easily because like, Okay, and here's something that I want to say. I was like, how am I going to bring this up in the conversation? Because a lot of people, obviously, like I have a lot of clients. <laughs> Not so, no brags, but I've got like a lot of clients. No, but like over and over, there, I've got to tell people like I ended my relationship. I ended my relationship. You know what I mean? And so yeah. much of what I hear is, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I always say, no, it's fine. And they go, yeah, but breakups are hard. And here's what I have to say to that: is let's normal. <laughs> no, honestly, because let's normalize. Being grateful for a breakup. I'm so, I'm getting emotional because I'm like totally. the happiest I've ever been, honestly, in years. And it's like, no, don't say I'm sorry. Say congratulations, bitch. Like, <laughs> what's next for you? And I just like hate that this idea. Say hallelujah. I say, yes, I hate that this idea that like a breakup is a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. And I'm not like we had a great relationship. I had a great fantastic relationship and it ended because it ended and now I get to do it again and that's fucking awesome but like let's normalize that and also the other thing to what you were saying Vanessa is that like you're right dude I the reason that I was so able to move on was that like I I knew that it was over before I was ready to leave yeah and that was also my intuition and that was also my fucking intuition dude was like I knew it but it just hadn't exactly what we're talking about like grace I didn't have like the strength that I couldn't leave. I wasn't ready to leave for whatever you reason. You weren't ready. That's okay. You weren't ready. Yeah. yeah. And a so lot that, of people can hear their intuition and they can't act on it. Right. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. That's That's a lot of regrets, too. It's it's um it's wild, dude, because I don't know. I just, I'm very much like I don't like to live with regrets and I like to look at life as like a learning lesson and do you know what I mean? And things happen and because regret is kind of like it's it's a useless emotion almost. Do you know what I mean? It's like sitting in the past what could have been where instead it's like what can we learn from this? And I don't have any regrets. 
I That's don't do I don't some people some people I'll say out there some people need regrets because that's how they move past shameful things that they've done. Yeah. And if you don't regret that thing, then you're you're going to obviously either do it again or, you know, and it's it's uh, recognizing where you may have hurt someone. True. But that doesn't mean that it it has to anchor you down under the ocean where you drown in, in right. regret and shame. It just means that you learn something in a way that what's the, the joke, the memes that go around where you cringe moments in your life where you're like, totally, oh, like, yes. <laughs> like, I never want to do that again. Oh, totally. But I'm glad I found out. A hundred percent. I have many moments of, well, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But I don't think of that as regret. I think of that just like, that's a learning lesson. Like, bitch, don't do that again. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yeah. Regret is a real emotion. If you are capable of moving past it and, you know, assimilating and in, in, integrating, you know, the next ego, right? Or whatever it is that you're about to be, because that's transformation, then that's the ability to let go of the past. And sometimes people need that regret to hold them in uh, gratitude for what they have. You know, like there's a lot of people who regret not seeing somebody before something tragic happened. There's a lot of people who regret, um, you know, losing someone in their life because they, they didn't know themselves well enough at a time. And a lot of people live with ghosts and that's just something that's human, you know, mm -hmm. and um if you don't feel that, that's incredible. There's a, a real lightness to you and you're an Aries. So you're a person who needs to live with lightness. You need to be able to move quickly through the world and regrets can kind of slow you down or make you think a bit more about what you're going to do next. Or it makes you call that person and make sure, you know, whoever it is in your life and make sure that they, you know, that, or that they know that you love them or that you, um, you know, behave in a different way that doesn't push people away from you or whatever it is that you have. But I totally understand that if you don't have regrets and, and you are a person who lives in integrity or lives in that transformative fire state of like, okay, I learned everything I'm going to learn. And I know that I'm a new human, or I know that I've accepted more of who I am and I can let that go that's an incredible ability so mm. like i think that's another thing to be grateful for is that you have that ability to transform and to forgive yourself because a lot of regrets are also the inability to forgive yourself mm. oh yeah it's true i'd be fucking up all the time yeah all the time does. but that's what everybody it is does. is it's like dude i fuck up every day and that's the only way to get through it is just to be like, yo, yeah, I fucked up. I apologize. How can we get better? Let's yeah, move through it. Exactly. But also a lot of my like I learned through mistakes. Exactly. And so and so that's why it's like it's not that I'm not regretful. It's that I it's it is that I'm not regretful because that's how I, I think everybody learns through mistakes. Yes. I don't know. Totally. But I also you're I mean, right. Regret is yeah. a, it's a it's an emotion. Oh, that feels terrible. You see right now I'm trying to feel this regret emotion. Awful awful and fuck that i don't like awful emotions i get totally. <laughs> okay so i want to know i want to know alex what you think about intuition when i say um, when have you felt intuitive or when have you uh, experienced your intuition or do you experience it daily? How do you feel that or what, what goes on for you? I feel like I feel it pretty often. You're Pisces. I was about to say you probably do <laughs> 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 <Probably too> much. <laughs> but oftentimes about like random things. Mm -hmm. And it's usually about like people. Like I feel like Elizabeth and I have encountered people just like in business and stuff where I'm just like, I don't know, something isn't right. And I don't, a lot of times my intuition is very like fleeting. It's like, it's a moment. I feel it. I don't know why. I don't really have any reason other than it doesn't feel right. Right. 
which I guess is what intuition is. But I feel like for some people, it goes deeper than that. For me, it's just like, nope, something is telling me no. Yeah, that's totally intuition. Absolutely. Uh, that's yeah. Uh, is, is there any specific moment that you felt that you want to share or just that? I guess there was there was this uh, I want to keep it vague, like job yep. opportunity that Elizabeth and I had. And that was a good I one. Don't know, something ab- you just knew it was off. You knew yeah. something was off about it. I just was like, this doesn't seem right. And I didn't really have a reason because on paper it was pretty perfect. That's a good reason to think something's off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also like kind of perfect. You mean all but... this for what? <laughs> <laughs> but I just was like, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. And then in the end, it wound up not being right. And yeah. like the reasons for it came out. But I think, I don't know. I love But that. also, no, also walking away from that is what, after that is when Exactly Right contacted us. Yeah. So it was like also good timing because it would have been way too much at once. I don't think it was good timing. I think that it was that you listened to your intuition and you mm-hmm. looked at me and you said, just listen. I know that I'm right about this. Just listen to me. And I and that was when I and said you, and you believed her and I yeah. believed her. That was the first time that I was like, Shapiro, I don't believe anybody else. But here we go. You're my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally a week later. We got an email from Exactly Right. And I swear it was the universe saying, bitch, good job. Rewarding yeah. us. Rewarding us yeah. for listening to her intuition. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but I, I love both of those examples because I love that we went to heritage and ancestral experience and being able to transform and let go of your past. And also uh, just experiencing feelings, just sensations, or just knowing that something's off without any kind of impetus or any kind of... Um, catharsis or any reason for it to feel that way, right? Because that's the thing is like, we can um, access our intuition when we need it or our intuition, you know, if you're if you're in tune with it, you can kind of hear it whenever it kind of crops up, right? Right. So the reason I wanted to ask was because I went on that deep dive. And I just wanted I was curious, you know, people who um, don't necessarily consider themselves to be psychic, maybe you consider yourself to be intuitive, or you consider yourself to be a person who's uh, in tune with their ancestors or with, you know, just the flow of life, but not necessarily somebody who's actively pursuing psychic, you know, awareness or uh, expansion. Yeah, right. So what I want to say to that is, The biggest thing that I would tell anybody about intuition that goes along with what both of you said is that intuition is just being able to hear or feel because it's a lot of different things. And hearing is a lot of different things as well. It's just sort of Mm -hmm. how it comes up in your body or your mind. But I say feel as well because it is a sensation a lot of the times. A lot of the time, like, you know, when you're really scared for no reason, you're just like, wait, 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 this is not, you know, probably maybe something what you felt was a, a sensation, Alex, rather than like a word saying yeah. no. Uh, it might have been like a halt in your body as well, or like like a seizing up of some kind or a, a uh, you know, ominous feeling. Like if we keep going this direction, something's going to happen. Um, and so intuition or psychic ability is being able to communicate or understand or, or hear or feel things that are not explicitly said. So when you are explicit, you're putting everything out there. That's the truth, right? Mm. Like this is all the truth. That's what the, that's what the law is supposed to be. That's what um, integrity is supposed to be living up to a truth that you consider to be um, what you would want inside and outside of you. Right. But 90% of things go on without being communicated, said, expressed. You can't, actually see it, you know, so you kind of have to lean on that intuition or on that, that ability to feel without the attachment to what you want or the attachment to how you, how you want to feel. 
right? So that's the biggest, I would say, reason that people cannot hear their intuition is attachment. Hmm. When you're attached to what you want, it's really hard to hear your intuition because you're into because who you are is a human. You're a human being who has wants and needs and desires. You have formulated your future a lot of the times. You want a, a, a wedding or kids or or you want to travel. You want to do all of these things yeah. that and you and you get really attached to them, especially romantic experiences because that's coming from the heart chakra that's relating to other people that's that's um you know feeling a, a sensation that is is beautiful and blissful and, and and connection right so why would you want to damage any of that why would you want to um think anything ill about something that's you're connected to who wants it's the same reason surgeons are not allowed to operate on their family members mm-hmm. it's the same reason so when you come to I didn't me, know that Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not because you're too emotionally involved. So you can't use your intuition. Let's say a surgeon goes in, uh, who knows what's supposed to happen and something happens that's not supposed to happen, right? You nick an artery, you nick something or, or there's more than what you anticipated. Then you've got to go into intuition. Mm-hmm. And when you're attached to the person, you don't know if your intuition is going to be right or not. You don't know if the decision or you could be overridden or your emotion could be overridden by, uh, your fear of what's going to happen to that person right? Mm. So it's not at all, yeah, it's not at all unheard of for, uh, I mean, I go to other psychics when I need help because I'm attached to my own life, Mm, you know, I'm attached to my own outcomes. And so it's better for me to hear somebody else communicate spirit to me because I might be angry at where I am or feeling stuck, or I don't know which direction I'm supposed to go. I'm like, you know, we're all on little boats out in oceans, you know, sometimes we see land, sometimes we don't, you know, for many, many, many days, years, yeah. Uh, however long, how many times I've gotten a phone call about, I've, I've haven't met the one and I've wanted to meet the one 15, 20 years. And it's like, this is just life. You know, a lot of things are just life. It's not necessarily a punishment. It may be something that you're, maybe it's an opportunity for you to go through some more things alone, or, or we can think, you know, maybe spirit has more to say to you, but going with your intuition as a person, it can be pretty hard. And I think that was one big thing that I took from listening to a lot of people I really appreciate how many psychics want you to trust your intuition. And I think it's really important to be able to trust your intuition. But a lot of times your intuition just comes as a nagging feeling. Mm. It's nagging. Yes. Yes. Right? It's mm-hmm. that's a for It'll most keep me up at night. Right? It is a nagging feeling. It's literally a mystery. Mm-hmm. So when intuition, so there's three different, um, I'm sure there's many, but there's three different sayings that we say that all of us know. One is follow your heart, trust your gut, Mm -hmm. and listen to your intuition, right? Mm -hmm. These are three things that we're like, you know, arbitrarily told (laughs) when we're in like hard times. Mm -hmm. Two of them are active and one of them is passive. The two that are active is following your heart because you're making the decision to go this direction, right? Because it's something that is, is unique to you or blissful for you. It's the fool. If anybody li- listening is uh, a tarot reader, a lot of times that's the fool because you're going in a direction that you feel is right for you. You probably followed your heart. And that's a form of intuition, but it's it's an active form of intuition. You said yes to something that was saying it's time. You know, you're like, okay, I'm gonna make these decisions. Mm-hmm. Your gut, when you um, go with your gut, a lot of times you're taking risks. 
and you're telling yourself, I'm confident in who I am and I'm confident in my capabilities, I'm just going to go for it. And even if it doesn't work or even if it, you know, um, uh, falls apart, I know that I am capable of either holding it together or I'm learning something from it. And that's the third chakra, right? The gut, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's where we know things. Uh, and that's similar to intuition, but it's really knowing ourselves or being, or, or exercising a healthy ego saying that I'm an adaptable person, I'm a flexible person, or I'm a tenacious person, or I'm an ambitious person. So you're going with all of these, um, I mean, emotions, but even like you can talk about it as hormones or whatever it is that's like surging up in you. And you're like, I'm going to go do this thing. Mm-hmm. But when it's, when it's said to listen to your intuition, that's passive. That's all passive. How, what are you supposed to do with your intuition? Mm. A lot of times all you can do is wait, right? A mystery that's presented in front of you, you can't rip it apart and see it. All you can do is wait for it to reveal itself to you. Mm-hmm. You can have a nagging suspicion or a nagging feeling. And what is the, and this is, I just thought of this the other day. So I was like, what is like relatable to everybody? Because so many people don't really know how to feel it at all and, or, or that they feel it. And they, everybody mm. feels it all the time. But I, I'm not sure about you, Alex, but I know Elizabeth is going to laugh so hard. I, I find the place that most people feel their intuition constantly is with like coworkers mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're like in the vicinity, but you're not attached to anybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 How many times have you known coworkers were fucking? I know Elizabeth has worked in, in, as a waiter. I know. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that, but I don't think anybody that I ever worked with was fucking. Shocking, because I feel like in that industry. I know, right? It is shocking. I always, yeah, I could always pick it up. Uh, because it's like you can see their dynamics together or that they yeah. wanted to, yeah. right? Yeah. You can yeah. always point out people's dynamics with each other. Mm. Um, how many times could you tell that somebody... Oh, like what you said, Alex, that somebody was uh, putting up a different front than probably what they were going to be like later. Like, I'll call out mm-hmm. the people at the job that are going to be problems within a week. Mm-hmm. I can always see it. And everybody, even if everybody's like, yeah, no, they're they so have nice. An attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, like you can, they you said see one it. thing mm-hmm. or they responded in one way that I'm like, eh, yep. it's going to be a problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. yeah. And there's, this is the difference between what people think intuition is and the vast way that intuition comes through your comes through your body and into your life. Intuition is not always things that are completely out of thin air. That's not it's that it's not always things that are like, I just out of nowhere intuited this thing. A lot of times intuition comes in because of things that have happened before. Mm-hmm. So that's when you've got to pull apart if it's a trigger or if it's your intuition. And that's one of the biggest questions that people ask me. Is it my fear or am I really uh, sensing something. Yes. Right. That is hard because you're probably attached. So that's why you come to me is like, okay, can we look at this in a way that's, you know, we can really get to the bottom of this. Maybe this is something that's kind of coming up from another place. But a lot of times what you're sensing is that somebody might be less available than you'd like them to be, or they have, they don't have as much emotion to give as you do, or they don't want the same things as you do. Maybe, maybe they don't get turned on by the same things, or maybe they are, aren't, uh, you know, as into certain hobbies or certain, and that might trigger this feeling of, a larger experience of somebody's cheating on me or somebody doesn't want to be around me or all of these things when really your intuition is probably saying there's just something off, mm. right? There's just something off. We might not be as compatible as I want us to be, or we might um, need a lot more working between us for us to be uh, that heart level that I want us to feel. So I wanted to bring it down to there because 
in every video that I've watched, intuition, at least from psychics, intuition has always got to go into what's called the clairs, clairaudience, clair, um, sentient, clair, uh, voyance, where you can see with your uh, third eye, you know, you can see, uh, rather than just sense, mm. claircognizance, which is the gut feeling of knowing, right? And it doesn't always, ha- I mean, it, it definitely uh, all comes out of those clairs, but you don't have to be a full-blown, you know, developed psychic to say that you're an intuitive person. It just means that sometimes you're in, and a lot of times, actually, your intuition is built by things that happened that were extrasensory or bigger than just you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, how many people have you known can call anybody out and know that this person is not good or these two people shouldn't be together or, you know, they're, they're really yeah. good at intuiting, but yeah. they suck at their own relationships. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's the attachment issue. It's not that they can't necessarily see that something's happening. It's that there's some deeper need that's either keeping them there or it's a deeper need for connection than just intuition. If you're able to just read the room, what exactly can you do with that? Mm-hmm. What are you going to, what are you going to stand up on a soapbox and start calling things out intuitively and just change the dynamic <laughs> of the room? What does that mean? You know, so it's like yeah. so most of the time your intuition has to stay at least to yourself or to your close friends until something comes out of the, the hidden mysterious realm and gives you actual proof, right? Like I actually saw this person kissing someone else. And now I have to tell my friend that, that their intuition is right. And now they can make a decision about something mm-hmm. or, um, you know, you just have this nagging feeling that you're just not meant to be with this person. Like you, Elizabeth, you have this nagging feeling that this just isn't the life I want to lead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take action on my heart. My heart's intuition is that it wants to be freer. It mm-hmm. wants to feel something else, right? So that's a decision, but that's what I'm saying with, with listen to your intuition. It's not as as easy as people want, like expect it to be because mm-hmm. you're most likely asking me to develop your intuition because you think that someone's lying to you or you think that if you develop it, you'll be able to tell like every answer that you, that you come across. And it's not necessarily that even if you could tell every answer, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for sort of thing. Like if you know, mm-hmm. if you're able to see all of that, then you're going to have some really um, entrenched relationships really intertwined relationships because you can't, when you're a person who can see all of that, and even if you see it in your partner, let's say, you know, the person, like you said, you have all this intuition towards your partner, you know, that certain things are off or, you know, certain dynamics are not the way that you want them to be. And so now you're even deeper with this person because your entire relationship is now psychic. It's not about what's being done or what's being said. It's about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't well, matter. Yeah. And that's a lot of people find themselves in relationships like that. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about all of these sayings where it's like, show me what you mean. Don't tell me what you mean. Like, show me who the fuck you are. Do you know? Or the one that I'm trying to remember the most is when somebody tells you who you are or when somebody believe shows them. you who That's they are, Angelou. believe them the first time. That's my Angelou. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She said, if, when somebody shows you their true self, believe them. Yeah. And it's oh, I just true, went the first time. Because a lot of people have. Because my like, ass needs, sure needs to learn a lesson three it might be times the first sometimes. Time. I've heard it different ways because everybody kind of, you know, messes with old quotes. So I'll have right. to actually go look and see exactly. But that's a Maya Angelou. I love that that's saying. a Maya Angelou saying. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's well, and, very smart. But here's the thing. And what I love that about this zodiacally is mm-hmm. that you're an Aries and Alex is a Pisces. <laughs> so you're literally the beginning of the zodiac. That's like, uh-huh. fuck it. I'm living my fucking life. Fuck all y'all bitches. Like, I'm out here <laughs> living it. And if you don't like it, fuck 
fuck out of my way. And it's like, it's true. And that's, and yeah. that's not a bad way to live through life. That's dynamic. That's independent. That's ferocious. That's ambitious. That's, um, taking the self and saying that I'm important. And if I take care of myself, then that's going to impact my world. And I want to make sure that the world that I have is, is clean and fresh, right? That's spring that's coming out of winter into spring and saying I'm blooming all the time. And if you make, if you, if you, uh, uh, keep me from doing that, we got a problem, you know, Yeah. but Pisces <laughs> on the other end, and if we're just going to go to Pisces, it's going through the entire Zodiac. So it's like, imagine a person's lived their whole life, right? You're, you're baby, you're just being born. So an Aries is like the whole lifetime is I am going to discover myself. I'm going to, um, you know, stick by myself. I'm going to stick by my thoughts, my truth, my values, my, you know, um, ideas, and I'll listen where I can. But at the end of the day, it's my life I'm living right? Pisces, on the other hand, and throughout the Zodiac, uh, you know, whatever sun sign you are is kind of wherever you are on sort of this evolutionary phase, no better or no worse. But Pisces comes to a place of, oh, I've lived my whole life. And I see that everything happens to everybody. And <laughs> I have literally no idea why the fuck this shit happened. And I don't know why that person literally went into poverty after like they had an entire lifetime of abundance just because their one person died and everybody fought over their will and everyone, everything like got out from underneath them or why this person got cancer or why that person's child has been killed. So everything is not as, as clear cut as an area right? Everything kind of encompasses the reality that life happens to you. And Aries is like, I, I happen to life, you know, does that make, is that fair, Alex? Yes. Yeah. So you 100%. saw, probably saw a lot of people have things happen that, that they couldn't do anything about, you know, and, and had yeah. them, they were shaped by things that they couldn't do anything about, you know, and, and to look at it, like there's, and this is the other thing that happens a lot in the new age psychic community is that everybody's supposed to be a cookie cutter in order to this, for this to work. Everyone's supposed to be um, one specific way of being, and then we'll all wake up and ascend. And that's, I, mean, I find that to be impossible and an expectation that's not only completely unrealistic, also impossible, but it's, it takes away the reality that life is, more, is the powerful one. You're powerful in your own right. You can do everything you can to have the life that you're looking for. And there's a lot of times you've got to strengthen up. You've got to uh, learn how to get over obstacles, even if you don't want to. You have to learn how to get over inertia. You have to let things go. You have to forgive yourself. You have to lighten yourself. You have to work with your, <laughs> you have to work with your ego. You know, like I said, you get impacted by life, just like the weather. You know, you can't control the weather. You can't control that it's going to be a tornado or that it's going to storm or that a tsunami is going to happen. You can't control certain things, but that's, you know, all of life. I don't think anyone's guaranteed uh, any kind of experience that, you know, you want to have, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it works in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. So if that's the case, if everybody's on a level playing field, except for economics, basically, like if economics and status is where we're not on, on an equal playing field. And even then the earth wouldn't say that that's abnormal because look at how most of the animal world works is on mm -hmm. a hierarchical system. Right. So I'm not saying most of the world is not egalitarian is what I'm saying. <laughs> so if that's the case, if that's the case, then why is it that if you just become whatever these psychics or whatever these intuitives say you're supposed to become, why isn't everybody then just transforming into these people that get whatever they want? And I think that's because we they're tapping into a, a fundamental need of ours, which is I need to survive. 
And I need my emotions to survive. I need my mind to survive. I need my, my, um, my wants and my needs to survive. And those are absolutely, um, uh, crucial to hope, right? Like that's how we keep going with hope is that our wants and needs can still come about, right? But it's also really detrimental to the, uh, the growth of life. Like you don't know what's good or bad for you in certain cases. And I'm not talking about extreme. I'm not talking about yeah. trauma or grief or death. I'm talking about things that fall through mm-hmm. or the job you wanted that you didn't get or the, uh, the path that you wanted, your economic state or whatever's going on, you know, within like a normal understanding. And if you learned intuition or if you learned how to listen to your intuition, it's just a lot easier to transform. That's all. Or it's a lot easier to accept where you are. It's a lot easier to accept that you are um, in a stage in your life that's a little bit more stuck or static when you're in another phase that's like a bit more up and go. And here we go. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's not because you said to the universe, I'm now a powerful person. I'm going to make all these things happen. It's that you're utilizing your ability to choose and decide at moments that, that uh, luck is on your side or, or things are coming your way and how to be okay in times that they aren't. You know, and I think that's where it's like, it's more um, manageable and more relatable and more, uh, it's easier to work with rather than all the things aren't going right now. And I must not be listening to my intuition. Mm. Or I, I, uh, you know, I had a relationship that really was meaningful to me and it's over and I don't know why. And it's just because I can't hear myself. I can't hear my intuition. Mm. Or I, um, I should have gone this way and I didn't, and I just didn't listen to my intuition. You don't know that the way that you don't know, like maybe you were listening to your intuition and now this (laughs) this thing's going to toughen you up now. You don't know if the thing that drug you through mud is the reason that you're going to survive and and accomplish something later on because you were able to learn from all your failures. Right. Like, I don't think intuition is like, oh, if you listen to your intuition, you'll live a perfect life. Exactly. It's not. It's not. It's It's like like, kind of the opposite. It is. Because like you said, we learn from things that are not the best. And yeah, maybe you're your intuition goes that way. So you can learn a fucking lesson. Exactly. And look at, look at exercise, right? Everybody can say that when you start an exercise routine, unless you are really into the body or you're a person who loves sports or you're a person who really needs to be in your body, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that. But as you work with your body or as you, um, uh, you know, continue whatever practice you're doing, you become more, uh, vitalized, you become more, um, and, you know, able to handle things, uh, especially physically as well as emotionally. You feel better about yourself. You feel your lungs have a, uh, more oxygen that they're able to oxygenate, you know, like mm-hmm. you just feel more alive in certain ways, but every single time you do it, it's painful. Mm-hmm. Every time you do it, it's like, I'm, you know, and again, unless you're That's a, a good analogy. Can, yeah. It's like, as long as once you start, it's not the most fun process. It's the, it's the time that you put into it and looking at yourself over time that you really get to appreciate the choices that you made and that you just continue to show up for yourself. Yeah. So instead of looking at intuition, like this is going to change my life. Look at intuition. Like I said, it's a nagging feeling. It's usually a mystery. It's usually like, I don't know what's going on. And what honestly you should do, especially if your intuition is like, you're feeling like a numbness or like there's nothing happening or like there's just sort of this vast suspension. Like I'm not getting any jobs or nobody's calling me or I'm not, you know, I I don't know why I haven't met the right person yet or whatever. These are your crucial times to get in touch with yourself, Mm. just with yourself. Why doesn't like people are obsessed with the outside of them. Mm-hmm. They're obsessed. And I get it because I, I still deal with that obsession, but that's what intuition actually does. It makes you much more comfortable with the inside of yourself mm-hmm. because it starts to, when you have 
a hard time with your intuition. And again, there are those people who were brought up in situations where maybe there were a lot of secrets that were exposed and they're really able to, uh, you know, tap into their intuition really easily with people and tell you when a person's not great or tell you when the, the two mm. people aren't meant for each other. And a lot that that's what sensations are. And that's where you get those people who are very good at it, who may not be very good at it in their own relationships, mm-hmm. but right. right. But, but it's more so about taking that time and saying, okay, if I don't know yet then maybe instead of saying I'm bad, right? Because that's also, that's the other thing. It's combating your ego, right? The word, the mm-hmm. ego, um, the ego is essential to who you are. I, I can't stand when I hear that ego is only shame and embarrassment, and, you know, like these traumas. No, the ego is much more flexible than you think it is. It's just that you have to teach it how to be flexible a lot of the time. If you weren't brought up in a flexible home or a home that was understanding or forgiving or, or was uh, able to communicate back and forth or... Um, or if you were, if you were a child who's very, you know, precocious and knew everything and, and wanted to, you know, had all the answers for yourself, you're probably going to get hit with something in your life that makes you question everything mm-hmm. or totally. you're right. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't happen to the worst of us. It happens to all of us. Yeah. Okay. So Vanessa, we have got to run. Yes. But I know that we are supposed to have uh, a tarot reading for Alex Yes. and we love when you're on the show. So we're definitely gonna have to do a part two. We're gonna have to have you yes. come back very, very soon. And I need to tell you guys how to increase your intuition because next yes. time we'll talk yes. about how to increase it. Hell yeah. yeah. There's yes. absolutely ways, easy ways to increase your intuition. I love this. Okay, so really quick, will you tell everybody how they can support you, where they can yes. find you on the interwebs and all the things? Yes, please go to www.theaquarian.com and that's with an E instead of an I. So A-Q-U-A-R-E-A-N the Aquarian and you can sign up for my newsletter there go to the Aquarian on uh, Instagram and you can follow me there I'm also on TikTok as the Aquarian um, probably the Aquarian Tarot on there and yeah those are the places you can find me love it love this Um, if you guys have any questions for Vanessa send them our way you guys know where to find us we'll tell you again at the end of the show but thank you so much for coming on Vanessa Thank you guys. I love doing this with you. This is great. I love um, episodes where like great. Alex and I don't say a word. We just sit here and listen. It's the best. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm excited to learn um, how to like increase intuition. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're the best girl. Thank you. Bye. You're the best. Um, next week, guys, we are going to be back with our Summer Skin series. So come check us out and see what we're going to be talking about. You can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Broken Podcast or True Beauty Broken Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week also, or your listener letters. Um, it's not really a letter that is more just like a question, but you know what I mean. You can do that at 866-6-B-A-D-D-I-E. That's 866-6-BADDIE. We may, <laughs> we may play it at the end of the show to help inspire the other baddies out there. You guys can also follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Alex Lindley. If you live locally, make an appointment at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. If you don't live locally, you can still make an appointment at TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. We offer virtual skincare consultations, so that's fun. You can hang with us, talk to us about your skincare routine, all them things. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. 
This has been a COCBK production produced by Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro, mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.